0: In continuation of our series on financial literacy, today we will be discussing your credit score and the importance of it in making your financial decisions. Do you have a credit score that helps you advance your goals? Is your credit score something that you're proud of? Is your credit score something that you can talk about publicly? Is your credit score something that you need to review and advise with a financial agent? Does your credit score reflect all of your obligations and responsibilities? Does your credit score help you to continue to advance in your financial pursuits? Good day. Thank you for joining us in another C-File Talks. I am Senior Financial Literacy Coach Richard Pinder. Joining me today is Senior Financial Literacy Coach Shanice Taylor. Join us as we talk about the Credit Bureau of the Bahamas, one of the newest organizations, and how it can help you and assist you in your financial goals. So Shanice, today in our conversation, one of the things that we'll be talking about is, of course, the credit bureau. We've seen where it's been in the news, in the talks for over a year or so now. Mm -hmm. And we felt like this was an important topic to talk about because a lot of persons are not familiar with it. It's something new to our market. And so we wanted to kind of talk about it so persons would understand what it is, how it works, how it can help you, and how it's also being used to make decisions for you. So let's talk a little bit about what it is. The credit bureau collects, analyzes, and disperse information about consumers in the credit market. Data includes personal data, such as name, address, NIB number, date of birth. It also includes credit history, including your debts, payment history, and credit application. Now, one thing in, in looking up on this topic, it also includes your salary information. Yes. Of course, because when you talk about 2023, pretty much everyone's salary kind of goes to the bank now. It's transferred Mm -hmm. directly to your account. So they, of course, would have that information as a part of your credit score because one of the things that they're comparing is how much money you have coming in Mm -hmm. versus how much loans you have going out. Now, we can talk a little bit about why it's so important to have a credit bureau.
1: Well, the importance of the credit bureau from a, I guess, a financial system standpoint is to have information readily available about persons who may apply for loans. So that is important, um, keeping the whole financial system balanced, keeping it well informed, also the stability of it. In terms of if it's fully functioning, they might still be at the beginning stages of collecting all the information. Um, I have not been to the bank recently, so I'm, I'm not aware if this is something that is Introduce the persons while they're coming into the banks or or coming in for a loan or, you know, basically opening up an account. So for individuals, having a credit bureau available and credit reporting, it could also help you with your personal debt management, as we've been talking about for this month. And you might say, well... Man, I don't need a reminder of how much debt I need, but, you know, that's one of the things that we talked about is being informed, making a list of all of your obligations. And like Richard said, a credit bureau collects, analyzes, and disperse information, and he mentioned it includes your debt payments. But debt payments could also include utility bills. Mm -hmm. So that's something that's very important. Some people might say, well, right now, I don't have a loan with the bank, which is good, but, you know, we could always use credit, like we said, good debt for businesses and other ventures to bring back more cash flow into our pockets. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have a current loan, you may have a credit credit card, which is another form okay. of debt. Correct. So all of this information is compiled, and like we said, it's used to help you in the long run when you come to apply for a new credit and also helps the lending institutions to be well aware of who they're lending to.
0: Correct. Now, one of the things that I, I think that you talked about, and, and I think it's been one of the, I guess, fairs in our Bahamian society of the credit bureau. Mm-hmm. Of course, we know currently the way Bahamians Uh, borrow funds from various financial institutions their concern I guess would be um, that information being public or that information being um, accessible to the various uh, institutions and I think that one of the things that I would I would say is that this can help you Um, Mm -hmm. this can help you because of course we talked about in our debt management section where sometimes you may take on too much debt yes and I think um, one of the reasons why it's it's such a fair in our society is because persons are used to doing things a certain way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're used to doing things a certain way. And so now when you kind of bring some structure to that and you're trying to structure the market a little bit better so that everyone's on the same page and we can make better financial decisions, mm-hmm. I think that you have to look at it from a holistic point where we're trying to better the market, right? Mm-hmm. We don't want, they kind of look at it from a perspective that you don't want a bohemian market where Everyone's struggling and everyone's in debt, yes. and they can't do other things, take care of their family, feed their family. So I think part of the fear is just change. Um,
1: yes, I think change definitely is the, <laughs> it's the biggest one because um, the last time I, I went in to you know, qualify to right. see what, what I qualify you for qualify alone, for, yes. um, you know, they look at your salary slip. You have to bring it in. You need your job letter. You know, things that are pretty pretty um, much could give them an indication of where you're at, what your income is. And then they look at, okay, how much you're applying for. Yeah. And, you know, any, like we said, anything can happen in our personal lives. You may lose a job. The banks or lending institutions cannot safeguard to say, okay, this person loses their job. How are we going to predict this? No. But, you know, it gives them... A level of certainty to say, okay, this person has a steady job and they're able to pay. But me now going in, if I'm going to sit across the room from a loan officer and then they ask me, well, this is your credit score, I might be like, well, you know, I don't agree with this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, wh- why are you using my BPL payment history mm-hmm. to, you know, judge or to say whether or not I'm able to pay a loan? You know, so I I think that's it. The change now going into the bank and seeing now what it is that they need from us.
0: So now that you have an idea of what this credit bureau is and what it's supposed to do, let's talk a little bit about what makes up your credit score. Because that's one of the things that we have to understand as well. So we talked a little bit about it. So you have payment history. So... Throughout these financial institutions, you have various types of loans and agreements and arrangements. Mm-hmm. So, what is the history of of your being able to either pay back a particular debt arrangement, or let's say it's a credit card, let's say it's an ASU, let's say it's whatever type of of financial arrangement it is? What does your history indicate? Mm-hmm. Uh, are you consistent with payments? Um, do you have you missed a payment? Have you been? Of course, we had COVID. Did you did you uh, make a call to them? to let them know whatever we talked about change in your financial circumstance. Yes. Did you let them know what's going on? So payment history is a very important part of your credit score. And once again, I think it goes to change. I think it goes to making you accountable. I think the word for the day as part of this credit score conversation would be accountability. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why person's kind of fared as well. Um, but there's nothing wrong with accountability. And mm-hmm. of course, as we always say at c wherever you're at, it's never too late to correct. any any situation that you're in so accountability can help you with that as well
1: and that's one of the reasons why we're having this conversation is to encourage and also to bring awareness of of what is needed and how we can improve
0: yes so another factor beyond payment history we have amounts owed Mm -hmm. so of course in the past as we said you were able to maybe get various loans off from various
1: lending from various lending
0: institutions various types of things Mm -hmm. so how much do you owe i mean once once again when we talk about debt management do you now have a list of how much you owe and Mm -hmm. when we compare that to your resources coming in what does that comparison looks like we call it of course your debt service ratio Mm -hmm. and so we're trying to make sure that at the end of the day you have money to take home to eat
1: and let's put a pin there too with the amounts you owe because Mm -hmm. One of the first things that people tell you when you go to the bank or when you start working, um, you know, be careful of guaranteeing a loan for an individual. Because what happens now when you co sign a loan, mm-hmm. yes. this will now come up in your history. Yes, it's
0: a part of your you history. You know, even Absolutely. though
1: you didn't initiate this um, application, but mm-hmm. you sign either for an individual that, you know, financially. I mean, financially, they're probably able to do it, but because of the term limits, they had to get someone else to sign. So this is also something to keep in mind, persons who may be listening and thinking, oh, well, you know, I don't have a loan personally, but you may have signed on one.
0: Correct. And this is another factor so your credit history length. Mm -hmm. So we talk about getting some kind of debt, whether it be a small loan, whether Mm -hmm. it be a credit card. Of course, it just comes down to you (laughs) managing it. But. What you wanna do is you wanna build some kind of history. You wanna build some kind of familiar familiarity with the financial institution that you're gonna be using because they do need to be able to say what kind of customer are you, as you mentioned. Yeah. So
1: Yeah, so it it brings me back to that if you're not going to the traditional lending facilities, mm-hmm. then how does this work? You mm-hmm. know, maybe I'm getting something from my employer, can I use that? Or I have a savings account at a financial institution similar to C-File, yeah. like, you know, is this information going to be provided too? Because it seems like traditionally they're getting it from where your pay goes and maybe, you know, some utility companies. So I'm, I'm wondering if this is something that you could also add, yes. you know. And I think
0: that's a very good thing. Voluntarily,
1: question. let me add this information so absolutely. you can use all of this.
0: Yes, absolutely. And so that's definitely something that we would definitely explore and yes. kind of try to get some answers to as well. Um, Because there are some questions that we do have Mm -hmm. on how it's going to work, what all is included in it. And, of course, the accuracy is what, of course, we want to pinpoint to make sure that we're covering the entire picture. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, you don't want a picture that's incomplete. And it doesn't, of course, include everything that a person has outstanding or has either. It could be in their benefit. It could be Mm -hmm. in their favor. Um, And it could be something that's adding um, because, of course, your salary isn't necessarily your only source of income. So there are questions that we have that can help you with that as well.
1: Um, not to lingo on this topic, but in terms of your salary, there are situations I know with lending facilities. If you're able to state a service that you provide, it's probably, I mean, I don't think you need the business license. But if you can prove that, hey, I have a private service that I provide mm-hmm. other than someplace with a selling, sending salary on a monthly basis, I think that's acceptable as well. Mm-hmm. So they'll accept that.
0: Yes, yeah. good. So now uh, we've talked a little bit about some of the factors they use to determine your credit score. So once again, we always try to give you encouraging tips. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk a little bit about how you can improve your credit score. So one of the first things that we always come back to is your budget. Because paying your bills on time, making sure that you're paying whatever agreements or other debts you have is also a part of how you improve that score because if for whatever reason the first thing that they see in your history is Mm -hmm. missed payments or not full payments or whatever the case may be that may affect of course your score i'm
1: wondering too if this is also analyzing my willingness To pay my bill because sometimes sometimes we know certain bills that come every month Mm -hmm. they may not get paid off right yes of course but there's some payment on there but they may not get paid off so you know also keep that as a factor well
0: i guess that would be a part of the conversation that you have with the financial institution i'm I'm just Um, saying you
1: know give us some credit here
0: but i think that i think that that is a good question in all seriousness because um for example if your bill is 200 Mm-hmm. Or around two hundred every month thereabouts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you you're paying one hundred one fifty or one seventy five yes. a month. So it shows like you say a willingness to pay more than all. more than halfway. <laughs> um but then also um there's the flip side of that coin is mm-hmm. certain things like that, if you don't pay the full amount, mm-hmm. you're incurring fees and charges and interest. So that's something that you have to be careful as well that may also negatively affect you as well. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's very important uh the next thing that can help you to improve your credit score of course is paying down on debt we gave this tip before we give it again mm-hmm. if you are able to pay on your principal mm-hmm. definitely would help you whether it be credit card whether it be loan whether it yes. be a consumer whether it be a mortgage pay down pay, as pay much down as on possible. your debt pay down as much as possible N- the next tip, of course is making any outstanding payments so of course, we know with COVID, we'll use, we'll, we always come back to that because it was an unfortunate situation that we didn't prepare for. We weren't sure how it was going to affect us. And, of course, that changed life for a lot of payments. Um, but one of the main things was if you weren't able to make payments, you needed to make some kind of arrangements.
1: Mm-hmm. And so, conversation?
0: Exactly. So now that, thank God, we're now coming back slowly, you know, recovering from that, whatever conversation or arrangement you made, Are you now making a plan to kind of tackle that, Mm -hmm. stay on top of it so that you don't fall into arrears again? So making outstanding payments, I always say, if you've made an arrangement, if you've used the service, Mm -hmm. you have to pay for it.
1: I always say this. This is a rule that I have. um, And it's a rule that I, I need to improve on. But definitely communication in any situation is best. Because like we said, if you're not able to pay something, communicate it. I think a person is more willing to work with someone who may say, you know what, I don't have it at this time, yeah. and they sit down and say, okay, I'm glad you came to me. You know, let's work this out. You know, sometimes, um, like let's say you are called to court because you couldn't pay a lending facility. Sometimes the court, the the court may have leniency on you to say, you know what? Well, I'm I'm gonna set this up for you so you're able to start off. You know, so yes. it's it's best to communicate.
0: Yes. Yes. And I think if we harp back on on that as well, one of the things we did see um, in coming out of the pandemic was um, a lot of first, a lot of of financial institutions were kind of making statements that a lot of persons were in Mm arrears and unfortunately Mm -hmm. would not be able to to catch up or keep up because even though arrangements were made, Mm -hmm. interest was still being applied to that, that credit facility. So, uh, what you want to be careful of is opening new facilities mm-hmm. without being able to tackle the old ones. Yes. And so you have to be careful with, okay, you, you, you're you thinking now we're out of COVID. I'm working mm-hmm. consistently now, whatever the case may be, more steady income. Yeah. I can go do something else. No, we need to revisit first. Mm-hmm. See where you're at first mm-hmm. before you start making inquiries into anything else that you already have.
1: Yes. And it also goes back into how we say, you know, if you're able to save, this where savings come to play. Um, I know we don't like to hear the word savings because we think that, oh, you know, I don't have any savings. But, you know, like we say, start saving and savings go a long way because you don't have to borrow as much Mm -hmm. if you have the savings available.
0: Right, exactly. So I think that when you talk about the the credit bureau, of course, one of the main things that they will be looking at is to kind of regularize the market. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that they will be tasked with is ensuring that, Whatever your, your debt service ratio is, it's mm-hmm. something that you can manage. Um, and I overall, my opinion on it, personal opinion, mm-hmm. is I think it's a good thing.
1: Yeah, I think it it's is. a good
0: thing because we've seen, unfortunately, situations where persons have made financial decisions. Um, and then when they reflect upon it, mm-hmm. they're like, wow, okay, yeah. I really probably shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. And so if we could kind of avoid that in the beginning, if we could kind of nip that in the bud right from the start. Mm-hmm. And I think we just like, once you get, like you said, having a conversation with that uh, financial institution Okay that This is where This is what you Legitimately can And can't do Yes um, Because sometimes To use Bahamian vernacular People bite off More than they can chew That's true And and it, once again It's no slight to anybody But of course Things happen Things change And so you may have You may think that You're able to do something And then mm-hmm. Just like that Yeah Just like that Something changes
1: And like you also Mentioned Richard It goes back to Decisions Lifestyle decisions You yeah. know that Um, Sometimes we work for a, a number of years and we feel it, so you know what? I'm at this point, I'm arrived, you know, I'm I'm tired of, of driving my old jalopy, my old yeah. bubbler. Yeah. I want something nice. I want something spanking. So you know what? I'm going to take out that 40 grand loan to go. And then, like I said, after the two, three years after that, you're like, my dough, I spent 40 grand yeah. on this car. And mm-hmm. now the car, every minute I got to change these car tires, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it all depends on lifestyle, decisions, and changes. So another thing I think that the... Credit bureau could alleviate is to help to reduce the overall debt burden of the country. Like you said, mm-hmm. from an economical standpoint as a country, you know we're a developing yes. nation, yes. and you know sometimes they they look at us. The, actually, they say the wealth of a nation is based on its savings. You know, yes. so if we're a country where personal debt is high, then overall the country <laughs> is yes. going to be I feel av- it. you know that
0: affects our overall number. Okay. Absolutely.
1: And also, do I think um, the credit bureau and using credit scores, mm-hmm. the good thing about using credit scores is that we could look at not having persons go to a lending in- institution and not be able to qualify for a loan. Because at least if you go there and they tell you, you know, well, Mr. Pinna, right now, you know, your credit score, it's it's not good. This is what you need to do. At least you could make ways to do it. Yeah. Then if someone... Don't have a criteria and they just be like okay you're not granted the loan
0: yeah so i just want to i just want to touch on that as well because one of the things that that in that same vein is that now you're able to make decisions in advance yeah so a lot of times we make plans and we're trying to figure out okay am i able to do this Mm -hmm. and by the time you get to the financial institution by the time you've made a decision on how you're going to to achieve your goal you realize that you're not able to do it that way. Yeah. And so that sh- completely changes the plan. That completely changes the way you're going to do it or what you're able to do. Mm-hmm. So what this credit score can do is it can give you an indication right away, okay, and you can plan accordingly. This is what I'm able to do and I can plan accordingly. I can plan my financial life. Uh, I can say, okay, these are not, I'm, you might even have to adjust your goal setting. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you have that credit score, you're able to you know, kind of apply for it and you're able to see, okay, this is what I actually can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so by the time you get to the point of now getting the actual funds to do whatever, you already have a plan in place. Yeah. You don't have to wait until you, you.
1: And it may also help because we know that certain loans are very difficult to get. But let's say you're a person that want to take out a simple fifty and 20000 loan um, unsecured, meaning that, you know, you don't have anything to, you know, back up this loan. Mm-hmm. You might want to buy a food truck. Or something to you know start a business, maybe this could actually help to say, you know what, well, um, Mr. Pender is in a good situation, Miss Taylor's in a good situation, mm-hmm. even though this is an unconventional loan, she's able to do it, you yeah. know, so it could allow room for growth in the types of lending that is available for persons. And also, to you said something in the beginning about us being Bahamians being cautious on, you know, the information that's being shared. Generally, um, you know, people don't like persons in their business, yes. <laughs> you know, yes. and then- That you also
0: know, goes to our Bahamian culture, though. Yeah, and we, yeah. We're,
1: we're small, so, yes. you know, yes. Susie, <laughs> you know, this one and that one and this one. Yeah. But also, too, um, I read on the local credit bureau, the CRIF Bahamas Information Services, it it stated that, you know, they will ask your consent. Now, I don't know exactly how this is, is being rolled out, mm-hmm. but that's something important to know that, okay, your information is not just going to be out there unless, you know, you're contacted or without your approval.
0: Yes. Yeah. So overall, um, I think that the the credit score can help us. Mm-hmm. Overall, I believe the credit bureau can be a a valuable institution in our financial market. Mm-hmm. Of course, it, it all depends on how it's rolled out, how it's applied, um, getting the buy-in, getting the buy-in of Bahamians. Mm-hmm. Um, because what we want to do, what they want to do is they want to ensure that, as, we, as we've as we been saying, that you're not in a situation where you're not holding your head, mm-hmm. we have another pandemic come, yeah. and now you know we have uh, a lot of defaulting, a lot of persons uh, over-maxing ma- out credit cards and so forth and so on. Okay, Miss Taylor, so now let's talk about some of the concerns or the queries that the public may have. Someone listening to this podcast may say, Okay, well, I've heard what you had to say about the the credit bureau and the credit mm-hmm. score, but how does that really affect me and, and what are some of the things that's gonna do for me and my finances?
1: Yes. You mentioned about the concern about privacy. Yes. You know, persons having access to your information. Yeah. So one of the things I'm um, um one of the things the public would definitely be concerned about is how will the credit reporting service work in our Bahamian culture? Mm-hmm. Um, we've had numerous conversations about persons maybe not being able to bring home a a full amount of their salary. Most of their salaries already, you know, assigned kind of full, to obligations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, how does this work for a person who is already in a situation? Is this beneficial for them?
0: Right, and I think that's very that's a very important question because. If you're already in a situation where, you know, you have different assignments out there, would this credit score really affect your ability to to make payments? Would it would it allow you to Or do have
1: it? access to lending?
0: Yeah, have access to lending because mm-hmm. what you don't want is the other side of the coin is now you may restrict persons further. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the queries that a lot of payments would have is a further restricting of the market. Yeah. Um, because now persons have so much access and so a privacy would be one of the concerns um, that I think we definitely should that would definitely need to be addressed as a part of that as well, um, because you want persons to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. I mean we always talk about having an open conversation about your finances yes. but if they feel like that that conversation is not it's not it's not kept in a certain manner, then they may be they may be a bit apprehensive to to go through the process
1: mm-hmm. Another question may be, what is an alternative? to a credit bureau and a credit score.
0: Yeah, so one of the things, of course, we talk about is persons being able to apply for credit mm-hmm. um, and being able to get any kind of financing for whatever the case may be. So if persons, this, this credit score, I mean, what is it drawing? I mean, if you don't already have an existing credit, we talk about some of the factors that go into it, your payment mm-hmm. history and so forth, your credit history length, but if you don't already have that facility, then how would that affect you yeah. as someone starting out?
1: Also too, um, I saw in an article that it talked about some countries, not all countries, have a credit bureau. Some countries just have a consumer report credit okay. um, that you know. I guess is probably accessible for persons, for individuals who um, want it, and also for lending facilities, but it doesn't give you a score. Okay. And to be honest, I think the score itself in the Bahamas, it will be it would be based on the lending institution whether or not they approve your loan. Correct. You know because we know in the United States they have more than one um, credit score service, so that might actually differ. You know based on the information that they that they actually have in their reports. So an alternative could be that hey, let's not use the credit score this is the report you know let the lending institution make the necessary decision that they want to make
0: yeah absolutely and i think one last question that we we kind of ask is also if you now have a credit score if mm-hmm. you now have a i guess a, a, a point of contact where all of this information is 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 in one place mm-hmm. right and you're trying to figure out how you're going to manage your finances. Mm-hmm. Is that now information that is usable by you mm-hmm. as, a, as a consumer? Is that information something that they can use mm-hmm. that would, cause, of course, af- affect your ability to pay down on anything mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. pay off anything?
1: Wow. <laughs> That's so, something. If the it Basically, if the information is going to be used, I don't want to say the word against you, but it may not be... Most rounded. beneficial yeah. for you, you know yeah. But I mean, like you said Change Changes is is needed Especially in terms of looking at The debt burden um, A lot of banks had loans that were not performing yes. Um. and like I said I know we we end up in situations but because there were no stipulations in place with these lending ins- institutions hey you know d- th- this is the result and now it's not it's now trying to fix it yeah but like I said I, I still think at the end of the day whether to say you you qualify for loan it should really be based on the individual and the lending institution I don't think a score itself straight across the board should just say, okay, no, you can't get this particular loan.
0: Right, right. You know? Right. So I think it just comes down to the application of the, the credit score yeah. and some of the factors that we talked about as well. So I think this is why it's so important to have these kind of conversations that we're having today mm-hmm. because, of course, the only way that you're going to get answers is if, of course, we pose these questions. And so these are some of the things that the public is, is mm-hmm. concerned about. And going forward, we hope to get additional information from from these queries. Yes. What we want to end by saying is get more information on it. Do not be yes. afraid of it. Yes. I know it's a change in our culture and the way we have done mm-hmm. things in the past, but some change is good. Yeah. Some change is good uh, because, of course, the only way that our country can continue to advance is if we advance in our personal finances. Mm-hmm. And so I would, I would encourage persons not to be afraid of it, but to also take advantage of the information that is out there. Mm-hmm. They have, of course, been rolling out information on it. Um, so take advantage of the information, check mm-hmm. out their website, apply for your credit score, maybe have a conversation with your financial institution. Mm-hmm. and then you can, of course, see how it can help you.
1: Yes, ask questions. Um, they always say, no question is a dumb question Correct. and is' always ways to find out information. Um, they have been to a lot of a lot of financial literacy expos. You know, they're available. You can call them by phone number and you can find all the information that you need to know. Absolutely. Yeah. So as we close out another episode of C-File Talks podcast, we've hoped that our discussion today on credit scores and credit bureau has helped you. Thank you to our host, Mr. Richard Pinder, and thank you to our audience. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please send us a note at info at cfile.com. Or visit our website at www.cfile.com and show your support. Thank you to Cfile for sponsoring this episode. Until next time.